Okay, guys, thank you so much for braving the snow tonight. And the verse that I want to have us just, this is a short one tonight because we want to get you guys home. And we're really thankful for everything that's happening, but I'm not going to spend time like I normally do reminding you guys of all the things <laughs> that are happening. Plus, you already know. And so tonight, there's a little verse that I want to talk about and expand on. Um, as we get ready to sing some songs and meditate and worship together. So for me, Thursday night is the week is settling. We've all been doing our thing. For a lot of us, we've been engaged in chapel projects. I've spent um, several hours working with Keith and Carla and some other people who've spent a lot more hours than I have on this United Way grant for Edison Initiatives, and hopefully if we get that, we will be able to acquire three more houses over the next three years to help people own homes. Yeah, it's awesome. So be praying about that because this could be a really cool thing. One of the neat things about it is United Way has kind of shifted their focus and they're wanting to help people who are empowering homeowners that fall in lines of low, low income. And since Edison Initiatives is completely volunteer run and all of the money that we get goes 100% into helping people own homes, it's an easy grant for them to potentially approve. And so just be prayerful that we can, we can get that. If not, it's still going to work out. We're still going to help a bunch of people own homes. This could just help it happen a little faster with us being able to just outright purchase homes for cash. The verse that I want to talk to you about is found in 1 Thessalonians. Chapter 5, verse 18. I'm not a big proponent of pulling a Bible verse out and then saying, this is what it means from this ancient, ambiguous, and diverse book we call the Bible. Because unless we take the time to understand context, we have a difficult time applying that to our lives. And it becomes very dangerous when I pull a verse out and say, this is what it means for you because really you're just getting my perspective. And if I do that wrongly, I'm using the Bible like a weapon and I'm using it to make you feel bad or, or whatever. But this verse specifically, I'm going to pull out and I'm going to talk a little bit about it because next week is Thanksgiving. So of course I have to talk about being thankful and you have to leave feeling bad because you haven't been as thankful as you've needed to be. That's kind of how the Thanksgiving sermon works. And then you make a commitment to be more thankful with your life. Just kidding. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Has anybody heard that verse before? Give thanks in all circumstances because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Normally when we hear that, it's like, oh, I have to be thankful that this bad thing happened? Or why do I have to be thankful in all circumstances? And the preacher will stand up and I've, I say the preacher will stand up. I've actually done this to people before. So I'm not talking about them over there. I'm talking about myself. The preacher will stand up and say, yep. God told you to be thankful in all circumstances. And if you want to be in God's will for your life, you will be thankful 
in all circumstances. And if you can't be thankful for the hard things that have happened in your life, then you don't have any faith that God is redeeming them and you are never going to find your way to the center of God's will for your life. That is not what I want to share with you tonight. What I want to share with you is this. We're called to be thankful. God wants us to be thankful. Paul would write to the Thessalonians who are trying to follow Jesus in the midst of a Roman Empire that's really hard to exist in. He would say, be thankful in all circumstances because this is God's will for you. If you're a kid, raise your hand. Look at me. Are you thankful for anything in your life right now? Naomi, what are you thankful for? Chapel, what are you thankful for? The four seasons? Yeah, you just won. Is, any, is, a kid, is another kid thankful for anything? Vinny, what are you thankful for? What? Chapel. Brave, what are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? Well, geez. I paid all those kids. They're like, you know what? We love to come to chapel and we love to play and we love that the adults have to put up with a little noise so that we can learn to love church. Bubba, what are you thankful for? Probably whatever's in his hand at the moment. When we have a a call to be thankful, because it's God's will for our life, it's important that we pay attention to that. Because there's something about finding thankfulness that re-centers us around what God is doing in this world. I've said it time and again, the kingdom of God according to Dallas Willard, is what God is doing just below the surface in our lives. And if our eyes can be open to that, then it's not like we've ushered ourselves somehow into the will of God, but instead our eyes have been opened to the will of God that's been happening all around us all the time. And if we can begin to see that and have our eyes open to that, we can begin to be thankful for the ways that God has been moving just below the surface around us all the time. Rachel's a good example who moves into her home because this random group decided they're going to help families own homes, first-generation families own homes. And she sees that there's been something at work just below the surface, and her eyes are open to it, and now she's thankful for what's happening around her. So we have that call, we see what it does, we see that when our eyes are open to what God is doing, we start to notice that the kingdom of God is at hand, and this is a good thing, and it recenters us on God's will, but the question is, okay, how do I be thankful? And Paul doesn't really go into that. There are plenty of books that go into that, step one, step two, here's how you be thankful, and a lot of the ways that we have trained ourselves to try to be thankful are a little bit guilt-ridden and a little bit shaming. I need to be thankful in order to have faith. So Lord, give me more faith so that I can be thankful. And and, and it seems that we've just kind of grown up in, in, in systems of understanding the Bible that when we're called to something that's difficult, 
we just tie the word faith to it, we think we're not good enough for it, and then we just leave saying, well, I need to do better. And that works if your goal for your life is to leave every church service feeling like you need to do better. And some of us, I think, actually want that. We almost crave that. It's a form of like masochism or something. I need to feel bad about myself so that I can feel good about what God is doing. But when we're dealing with practically how to be thankful, I think Jesus is calling us to be present, to stop and pause and take a look at my life and say, what has Jesus been doing around me? And if I can take a moment and notice that, if I can pause and say, yep, sometimes things are really hard, sometimes my emotions get the best of me, but in the midst of all of that, can I notice that God has been doing some cool stuff around me? And if I can open my eyes to that, or better yet, have my eyes opened to that, I can be thankful that I'm not alone and that my job is not to overcome every obstacle that gets put in my place, or my job is not to fix every single person who is making life hard on me. Instead, I can pause and notice that even when things are out of control in my own life, God is at work below the surface. And in that, I can be thankful. And the next level of that is not just being present to what God's doing, but being present to each other. When I can sit with you, when I can talk to you, and I cannot need you to be where I think I need you to be for you to be healthy. When I can say, I see you for who you are, and I trust that God is moving just below the surface in your life in the same way that Jesus is moving just below the surface in my life. I can be thankful for where you are. And if I can be thankful for where you are, because I'm learning to have my eyes open to what God is doing, I can be kind. And I can be gentle. And I can lift you up. So tonight, as we worship, my hope is that we can meditate on the reality that God is moving just below the surface in your life. Doing things that are really good and things that are out of your control, even though you might not fully understand them. And then we can think about those people in our lives that are making our lives completely miserable, and we can say, I think God might be doing something in their life just below the surface too that's good and that's out of my control. So Jesus, as we worship, please meet us here. Thank you for the opportunity to spend time with you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Kids, if you're a kid, that's okay. If you're a kid and you want to come with me to the other room, we're going